I decided that since this is mostly for my posterity's sake, if they ever get on, <laughs> I'm just going to share my um, experience and my testimony of these last two manifestos and declarations. And one of the things that I did struggle with, and I know a lot of people struggle with, is the whole issue of polygamy. And I was really thinking about it, thinking why do I not anymore? Why is that not even something I worry about at this point? And for me, years ago, um, my older sister did not marry for quite a long time. And I had five kids and she still wasn't married. And she is awesome beyond belief. And I kept thinking, if you can't get into the celestial, the highest degree in the celestial kingdom, and if it's hard to find worthy priesthood males, would you be willing for your husband to be sealed to your sister so that she could be there too? And the answer is yes. And it took everything off the table all worried. I loved a podcast I listened to a while ago that said so often we make it a sexual thing. And for these people who lived it, it was not that. It was a command and they were obeying God. And God does ask us to give all to him and to trust him. And a lot of what we do is hard. But we are always blessed and the blessings way outnumber the sacrifices or the challenges. And it always ends up that we are so grateful we trusted and we did and we had faith. And I love that quote and I'll slaughter it. I should have looked it up that said everything we suffer here will be way more made up for that we will be blessed way more far and above. <laughs> so that's my terms. I wish I'd looked it up. But that is the point that I look back and think that changed everything for me. She is married. She has her own kids. But that really was the point where I just let it go and thought, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it because I don't need to worry about it here. And when I am there, I will be filled with so much Christ-like love and such a desire that all who deserve to be there will be there. And I will do all in my power, like anyone else would, to make that happen. And so I know it won't be a challenge for me. And um, I know that we will have free agency. I know that it will be our choice. And so for whatever reason, that really put all of that to the side. And I have never struggled with it again. It's, I love reading about it. I love reading people's experiences about it, but it just never has been something that has bothered me since. So that's my experience with that. And I also loved in the podcast when they said for people when it ended, it was devastating. And someone just posted today on Facebook her ancestor's story. And she was her great, 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 whatever grandmother um, was the third wife of a man. And when they heard it, they weren't in the conference. They heard it through the rumor mill and read it in the paper and just, they were devastated. And she says that her heart just ripped in two and her husband happened to be with her and just walked out of the room. 
And she just knelt down and thought, I'm leaving the church. Uh, You've asked me to give my all. And I did. I sacrificed everything. And she said as she sat there, a presence came over her like a person came over her. She didn't see them. But in her mind, she heard the words, um, something about, okay, you gave all, now give all again. This is no different than the Lord asking Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. He will bless you far and above for your obedience. And her husband came walking back in and she shared with him that a personage had come and had said that to her and she said, we will obey. And he just said, I knew there was not a thing that I could say. And I went out and just prayed that God would soften your heart. And it does make me emotional because I think that's the principle. And I guess the thing is for me, I always want to be on the side of doing everything that God asks. I don't know that I will be able to, but I want to believe I will. Because that's where I want to be with those people. I want to be with Joseph Smith. I want to be with Nephi. So why would he require anything less of me than he's required of them? And if I plan to live with them, then I have to think that I would be willing to sacrifice everything to be where they are and to be comfortable in their presence. And so that just really put all of that to the side. So that's that. Um, the second one on the blacks and the priesthood, I have to say, I remember vividly where I was standing. I was eight years old. I was out front of our house. I was playing. I had like a bench out there and I was playing like it was a balance beam. And I heard my mom scream. And then she opened the window and yelled, the blacks just received the priesthood. And she was so thrilled. And from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes, this warmth just flooded me. And I just started to cry. And that is the earliest time that I can remember that my spirit knew something. My body did not. There is no way eight-year-old me even had any comprehension of what that meant or what their struggles were. I don't recall my parents ever even bringing up how sad or how tragic. But in that moment, I heard my mom's joy for them. And my spirit rejoiced and was so grateful that they got that privilege and that that sacrifice they had made and them moving forward in faith was done for them and they were rewarded and they will be rewarded in ways that we can't even comprehend because we never had to experience that the sacrifice of just moving forward in faith and like I said on the other I love reading and hearing people tell about that I just did the I think it was um the John by the way and Hank Smith podcast and it was the man on it shares of his family joining the church and his experience with that and it's a black man and and what that meant to them and that is always so soul confirming so touching to me and makes me so want to be a better person and so I just wanted to um bear my testimony to both of those things and how grateful I am to be a member of the church 
I have never looked around and thought my life was harder than anyone else's. Often, quite often, I think it's nowhere near as hard as anyone else's. And yet, I struggle just to keep going and moving forward and being who the Lord needs me to be in my little neck of the woods where there's really not that much against me or that I struggle that has been dumped on us trials or tribulations we really have so much to be grateful for and have been so blessed but I so long to be worthy to dwell with those people in heaven I so hope that when I die that I feel I have done what I need to to be there and that the Lord is pleased with me. That is my greatest desire. And so like this woman whose history I just read, where the man, the personage came to her and said it is no different than Abraham. I so hope whatever I am called on to do, to endure, to go through, to survive, whatever it is, I hope, like Abraham, I will lay my all on the altar. I hope my covenants are not in vain. I truly hope and pray that I can be equal to what the Lord asks so that I can feel comfortable with those people and dwell in their presence and be one with them in my desire to serve the Lord. That is my greatest prayer. I'm so grateful to be a member of the church and know the things we know and to learn line upon line, truth upon truth, and know that there is revelation yet to come and be so and so grateful for a prophet of God who leads our church and seems gives us revelation all the time. I truly believe the Savior is coming and that that we are getting closer and closer to that and the heavens are opening and revelation is just pouring down and how grateful I am that I get to be here at this time and be part of it. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.